Well, after playing the Rangers, we have another big test, which is in our second game back from a hiatus, we played the top team in the East in the Boston Bruins. Is there any chance that we could pull off the upset? Uh, buckle up because it's going to be a long episode. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chalky, play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 7.04 p.m. Eastern Time, February the 17th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, the Devils have another game. Like I said, these games are going to be hectic. They're going to be coming in fast and hot. And the Devils have barely any time to rest because this time they are going to be taking on a very difficult opponent. In today's matchup, they are going to be facing the Boston Bruins. And if you didn't check out yesterday's episode, I told you guys the Boston Bruins are currently kings of the hill in the East Division because they have the best record out there. Obviously, I projected that the Boston Bruins would be, you know, finish uh, atop of the standings out East because uh, they were the President's Trophies uh, winners from last season, and I feel like they're coming out with a revenge. So, for the Devils, uh, it's nice that you had that warm-up game against the New York Rangers, but now, here's where the challenge comes. You have to play the Boston Bruins, so we'll talk more about that in a second, but first, we need to take care of some business. So, there was some uh, news happening in the New Jersey Devils organization that we need to discuss, so first and foremost, uh, the Devils announced that they had waived Connor Carrick and also Eric Comrie to make room for a few other players. One of those players includes Sammy Votnin. So, you know, that's really exciting that Votnin is finally about to come back and return to action. I'm not sure if he's going to be cleared to play, but you know what? Uh, that's something that, you know, we just have to look forward to because Votnin will add some much needed depth to our defense because I don't know about you guys, but I'm not really the biggest fan of Tennyson and also Will Butcher. But you know what? That's just me. I'm not the fan of those uh, two players. So hopefully we could just get that depth from Sammy Votnin and just get the ball rolling for what we need. So anyway, let's talk a little bit about Eric Comrie for a second. So if you didn't remember, Comrie had to play in the Buffalo Sabres game on January the 31st in backup to Scott Wedgwood because remember, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood was out because of COVID. He confirmed that he did have the coronavirus if you did check out the last couple of episodes. And also Aaron Dell was not clear to play quite yet. So Comrie had to step in and just uh, play netminder for the New Jersey Devils. And uh, he got the win. I'll give him that. He allowed three goals. And um, he did it out of 33 save opportunities. So his save percentage is 909. So, you know, there's that. And like I mentioned, he got the win for us. So he really stepped up when we needed it. But albeit it was against the Sabres. And uh, I, I had told you guys an interesting factoid about Taylor Hall. So please check out yesterday's episode, okay? Because Taylor Hall's not doing so hot with the Sabres. And the Sabres are in last place in the East Division, so, you know, there's that, so, uh, going back to, uh, Carrick, because he was also waived by the New Jersey Devils, uh, only appeared in a game, plus minus, negative two, so, nothing to really write home about, he played in the, uh, game yesterday against the New York Rangers, so, 
you know, uh, he was just obviously a fill-in. So I really hope that at least Comrie clears waivers because remember, just because you waive someone, it doesn't mean that they're off the roster or out of the organization completely. It just means that, you know, they're not eligible to just be, you know, sent down willy-nilly. They have to clear waivers. And if no team claims them off the waivers, then uh, guess what? They're still a part of your organization. They're just sent down to the minor league organization or to your respective AHL team, whatever the case might be. So uh, for Carrick and Comrie, I really hope that they clear waivers so that way they could just develop. Because remember, uh, if they do clear waivers, you know, we, we experienced this with Corey Schneider, then they just go out to the AHL. They're still a part of the organization. Nothing uh, really happens. But, you know, I believe if a team claims them, then uh, their salary still falls onto us or we have to pay for most of it. Or in some cases, the team will take the salary completely, whatever the case might be. So I just hope that Carrick and Comrie clear waivers. So anyway, let's talk about some good news for the New Jersey Devils. So a couple of players have come off the COVID protocol list for New Jersey. And you know what? That's really great to see because we are slowly but surely about to get everyone coming back. And you know what? I'm really looking forward to seeing when our team could just be fully healthy because we really need it. So uh, the players coming out of protocol for the New Jersey Devils announced by Corey from The Athletic are Dmitry Kulikov and Travis Zajac. So we are getting Zajac back and hopefully our future captain if the New Jersey Devils could just uh, step up and give him the C role already. I've been telling you guys, Zajac deserves to be captain of this organization because this might be his final year with the organization. I don't mean to, you know, make anyone sad or upset anyone, but it's so true. And also Dmitry Kulikov. So, Dmitry Kulikov, a defenseman, obviously will add some more depth to our organization because right now we are uh, light at defensive mid, and we could get away with it against a team like the Sabres or even the Rangers, but against a team like the Boston Bruins, there's nowhere really to hide. So, uh, the fact that uh, Kulikov is back and Zajac is back, um, you know, that's really nice to see. So, uh, Kulikov actually practiced with the New Jersey Devils this morning. So I expect him to be playing in the game against the Boston Bruins, uh, you know, barring anything catastrophic or, you know, if he gets like sick and also Ryan Murray, it was confirmed by Corey as well that the illness that, uh, Ryan Murray had was not COVID related. So obviously they're not going to talk about like what kind of illness it was, but if I had to guess, maybe it was like a stomach flu or something like that, because if it was like sniffing or even a cough, they're going to put them on COVID protocol because, you know, I regardless if it's COVID or not, that's still some of the symptoms. So uh, just nice to see that uh, Ryan Murray doesn't have COVID because I think he was one of the only New Jersey Devils players to not have COVID at all, uh, along with P.K. Subban. So, you know, that's uh, nice to see. So uh, Zajac did not practice with the team, but um, it seems like Zajac will be good to go. So, you know, there's that. And there's only one player left on on the COVID protocol list, and that is Nico Heizer. When is he coming back? I'm just getting antsy at this point because he's been out for like what, like two months now. So it's like we're we're, we're coming up on that date. So it's like he's your buddy. Like, come on, man. Like, uh, I don't know what the case is, and I don't know if he has COVID or not. But you know, the fact that uh, Lindy Ruff just keeps delaying it and saying like, oh, he would have been good to go if he didn't have to go on the COVID protocol list or, you know, whoever's in charge of just, you know, being the PR in this case and just relaying information from uh, Nico Heizer. I, I don't know what the case might be, but uh, so there's only one player on the COVID protocol list and that's Nico Heizer and Heizer needs to get back 
ASAP because he will put a huge jolt in our step offensively because look at what Brock's doing. Brock's a very aggressive. Obviously, uh, it's not converting into goals quite yet for Brock, but you know that'll uh, start to uh, translate into more opportunities. And also, same with Paul Mary. So Paul Mary uh, is coming out aggressive. Obviously, it hasn't translated to any goals. He's still in a little bit of a rut. But you know what? If we get Heizer, Brock, and Paul Mary. And, you know, three guys that are not afraid to, you know, pull the trigger on their sticks or their shots, whatever the case might be, then we could be an offensive weapon because, you know, we have three guys who are not afraid to pull the trigger and just let the puck fly and basically, you know, find the back of the twine and possibly, you know, light the lamp for the New Jersey Devils. So uh, I'm just waiting for Heizer's uh, anticipated return. Uh, it's going to be really hype. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen against the Boston Bruins. And um, I just hope he returns soon. That's all I can say. So, Nico, we're rooting for you and we're waiting for you and we're really patient. But come on, man. So, uh, yeah, that's basically the entire catch-up of the New Jersey Devils that's been happening today. So they waived a couple of players. That's Carrick and Comrie. And two players have come off the COVID protocol list, Zajac and also Kulikov. And one player remains on the COVID protocol list. And that is Nico Heizer, as stated. So... I basically caught you guys up on everything that was happening in the front office. So I think it's time for the first live read this morning. And it comes from Built Bar because you guys don't know anything about Built Bar quite yet. Let me tell you something about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond. Almond Chris? Oh my gosh, this is delicious. I've already had a few when I go out to the gym and they are super healthy too. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Uh, 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack. That is not true. As I stated, Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to Built Bar.com and use the promo code locked on and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code locked on and get $10 off at BuiltBar.com. There we go. I repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it. Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now. Alright guys, so the New Jersey Devils, obviously we have a lot of momentum our way because we just beat the New York Rangers by a score of 5-2 to two in our first game back and obviously in the third period, albeit one of those goals was an empty netter and by the way, shout out to Mikhail Maltza for scoring his first career goal in the NHL. I totally forgot to mention that in yesterday's episode and I feel super bad. I could have sworn that he already got his first career goal but I think that came in an exhibition game against the New York Rangers, ironically. So, uh, Maltsev, congratulations. Albeit, it was an empty netter. So, you know, I do need to say that it was very forgettable. And, you know, I might be controversial on this, but he still got his first career goal. So, shout out to Maltsev for, you know, doing so. So, anyway, uh, let's get back to what I was talking about. So, uh, the New Jersey Devils, we have a lot of momentum our way going into this Boston Bruins game because let's think about it for a second. We hadn't played a game in 16 days prior to the Rangers game. We have a lot 
lot of adrenaline, momentum, and just excitement going our way. So, like I said uh, earlier in the episode, the Rangers game was a good uh, quote-unquote exhibition game to have because if you were to make a few mistakes, which Lord knows the Devils made a lot of mistakes in yesterday's matchup, they turned the puck over a little too much, which is why, you know, the Rangers sometimes threat, but they never took the lead. So, you know... uh, Things like that we could get away with against a team like the Rangers because they're not at the level of the Boston Bruins. And I don't think the Rangers are at our level, quite honestly. So, uh, honestly, I think uh, the New Jersey Devils just going against the Rangers, it was a good exhibition game, like I just mentioned, because we can make those mistakes. We can do those certain things and just get away with it and still come out with a victorious win. But against the Boston Bruins, this is where it uh, separates the men from the boys and the girls from the women because it's just like we're going up against the top team in the East Division. So, uh, albeit it was better to go against the Rangers or maybe even the Sabres, which we will play this weekend. But uh, at the same time, let's see if they can carry that momentum because the Boston Bruins, they're going to be well-rested for this game. So, uh, let's talk more about this pregame analysis and just see what overall the New Jersey Devils need to do. But the one thing I want to mention is Mikey McLeod. So McLeod got into it with a Rangers player in yesterday's game. And uh, it looks like McLeod was just, you know, enjoying being out there. Like I said, a lot of adrenaline, a lot of excitement. And remember, McLeod is actually having a career year, believe it or not. Yes, his numbers aren't spectacular. And yes, nothing really jumps out of you. But um, the fact that he has three goals this season really says something because he's been in the league for a few years. He's played in a decent amount of games, still couldn't get his first career goal. He supposedly got it last year, but they waved it off. And um, just the fact that he's able to do so this season is just showing that McLeod is taking a lot of steps forward, like a lot of his teammates. And yesterday, he got into it with a Rangers player. So if you guys look at the Devils social media pages on Instagram and Twitter, you see P.K. Subban just edging him on saying, yeah, yeah, more of that. Go, go, go. So that's something that the Devils need to keep up. Keep that energy level at an 11 when you're playing the Boston Bruins because you are going to need it against the top team in the East Division. So uh, for the Devils, just keep playing like a team. Keep playing collectively. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood will continue to do his thing. So if the defense does, you know, fail Mackenzie Blackwood once again, which wouldn't really surprise me, then, you know, the least we could say is we have good goaltending and we also have a decent amount of offense to just, you know, try to keep us in the game. So for the defense, I I believe they're going to be the X factor for this matchup against the Boston Bruins because the defense cannot collapse and you cannot make the mistakes that you were making against the New York Rangers. So keep coming out. Um, with a purpose because with the amount of games that we have we don't really have any room for error so if you guys want to know an interesting fact uh, the game against the Rangers marked the start of an 83 day span in which the Devils are scheduled to play 47 games so remember I told you guys the scheduling is going to look hectic it's going to look wild Uh, the Devils are going to have little to no breaks unless they have another hiatus and another outbreak so you know uh, that's that's one thing that we just have to know and also just uh, the Devils yeah no room for error so 
uh, that's the main takeaway I want to share with you guys, which is the Devils cannot drop the puck against, like, you know, teams that they have to win against. And against a team like the Boston Bruins, uh, I just want to take you guys back to the first couple games of the year. So, obviously, we lost the first one. We played our worst period of hockey in period number one. The worst period of hockey that I've seen in a good while. So, and yet we were able to, you know, stay competitive with the Boston Bruins. We took them to OT, not once, but twice in those two games. So, the fact that the Devils didn't give up really says something. But the narrative kind of changes a little bit because the Boston Bruins, yes, they've had a couple of their games postponed as well. But albeit in those 16 days uh, that we haven't played, the Boston Bruins have played. And remember, good teams, they usually settle in. They settle in really well. So uh, for the Boston Bruins, they uh, got off to a pretty you know, slow start. They, you know, were in the middle of the pack, but then once they started to pick it up, they did not look back. So they're not looking at us as competition. So we got to take advantage of their doubt. So now I think it's time for the second live read this morning before we move into the latter half of this episode and I compare stats and see what my final prediction will be for the game against the Boston Bruins. So let's hear from our partners of betonline.ag. It's time for the second live read this morning. Alrighty now, let's talk more about bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action football might be over sadly but college basketball and the nhl are in full swing we already have some big matchups on schedule on tabs so bet online even covers awards tv shows and reality tv surprise surprise i'm not surprised because bet online is that awesome so real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked On Bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this that a third also visit at bet online underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody Okay, let's look at some hot players for tonight's matchup against the Boston Bruins. So, obviously, players to watch for the New Jersey Devils. Let's look at points in the last five games for these respective teams. Remember, the Devils, this is prior to when they had to go on a COVID hiatus. So, according to NHL.com, uh, obviously, Quokinen has the most points for the New Jersey Devils in their last five games with six of them. Three of them came against the Rangers, in which he had three assists. And then Bergeron for the Boston Bruins has seven uh, McLeod has three goals uh, for the New Jersey Devils in the last five games. That's something I didn't know. I didn't know that McLeod uh, had uh, that many goals in that short amount of time. So obviously he didn't score in their last game, but three goals in four games. That's impressive right there. And uh, Marchand uh, for the Bruins has three goals in his last five games. So uh, yeah. Uh, Marchand, a very dirty player, but then again, I think they say Miles Wood is a dirty player, so, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not even gonna jump on that bandwagon for right now. Let's just see if, uh, Marchand can, um, you know, play a clean game. Now, let's look at the assists. So, uh, Quokinen and Bergeron are actually tied for their both respective teams. Five assists in their last five games. 
Obviously, Kwokinen had three assists in the last game, as I just mentioned. So, you know, that's a noteworthy uh, thing to say. So, for Kwokinen, my thing is, can he step up again and keep that consistency? I personally don't think so. I think uh, the last game was more of a fluke against a, you know, a sorry Rangers team. So, you know, that's something that I want to keep everyone honest with. I don't think Kwokinen is going to be able to recreate what he did in the last game. But he's still a good player. I'm going to give him that. And also, uh, confirmed by Corey at The Athletic, Kwokinen was one of the uh, positive tested players for the New Jersey Devils for COVID-19. So, you know, there's something that we need to mention. And then here's something I want to talk about. In the last five games, for Janssen he has a plus minus of four so Janssen while his stats aren't you know that impressive and he has stepped up his game because he has three points of the year with two goals and one assist in 10 games played uh Janssen has stepped up his game for his respective line mates so you know I'll give credit where credit is due Janssen is you know uh, starting to come into fruition just a little bit, but, you know, I, I still expect a little bit more. So, Marchand for the uh, Bruins has a plus-minus of three. So, you know, there's that. So, actually, the player I want to watch is Marchand. And, um, you know, because, like I said, he's a very aggressive player. And I really hope the New Jersey Devils can uh, keep him in check. So, aggressive is me putting it lightly and politely. So, hopefully, we get, like, Miles Wood or McLeod to just, you know, punch him in the face within the first 29 seconds. So I'm really hoping for that. And um, Bergeron, you know, uh, the center for the team. And uh, Bergeron has been having a pretty, you know, pretty good year. So in 14 games played, he has seven goals, 11 assists for a grand total of eight points, a plus minus of six. So uh, we got to keep Bergeron in check. So Bergeron, obviously the one of the alternate captains for this uh, Boston Bruins team has been with the team since 2003. Uh, we have to just, you know, be a little, uh, you know, on the fence. Can we keep him in check? That's my thing. So uh, I really hope that we can do so. So against the New Jersey Devils, uh, he obviously had one goal. That was in the second game of the year. So we looked at the personal stats. Let's look at some team stats. And it's not looking too favorable for the New Jersey Devils. But, you know, we surprised the, the Boston Bruins in our first few games of the year. But like I said, the narrative is completely different. So power play uh, percentage, the Devils are close to last place. They're in 25th out of the whole league at around 14%. The Boston Bruins are in the top 10. They were in the top 10 last season. I believe they had the second best uh, power play unit last season, but uh, at 27%, they're in eighth. Penalty kill percentage. Uh, uh, the Devils, uh, you know, we are in, um, how do I say this? We're in last place at 67%, uh, and the Boston Bruins are in second with 88%. So uh, for the Devils, if you're going to go into the penalty kill against the Boston Bruins, don't. That's all I have to say. And face-off percentage, um, the Boston Bruins are first in the league at 57%. And the Devils are in last once again at 41%. And, uh, yeah, so uh, not looking too favorable in favor of the New Jersey Devils. And that's a little bit of a concern that I have. But remember, this uh, Boston Bruins team is a defensive-minded team. So for goals for over games played, uh, you know, we're actually dead even with them. So... 2.86, and they have 20th uh, position in the entire league. Uh, we are at 2.8 for 21st position in the entire league. And goals against, uh, so the Boston Bruins, 
actually have very good uh, net minders. So 2.14 for second in the entire league for lowest goals against average. And the Devils are in the top 10 position at eighth at 2.6. So, you know, there's something that we are, are very similar for the Boston Bruins. But, you know, uh, yeah, we, we really need to step up our game. Like I said, uh, no room to hide. Um, my thing for the New Jersey Devils is my prediction is, you know, um, we have momentum, but do we have enough momentum going our way? So that's my main question. Can Mackenzie Blackwood be our savior once again if our defense uh, fails him? So um, my overall thing for the New Jersey Devils is if you can continue to do what you did against the Rangers and just clean it up just a touch so, you know, no more turnovers uh, that can, you know, result in dangerous play because you don't want to play with fire against one of the top teams in the East. So, you know, that's my thing. And also it's just like... Uh, yeah, that that's overall my thing. So if the New Jersey Devils drop the puck on this one, I wouldn't be surprised because, like I said, in, in the Rangers game or before the Rangers game, I said that, uh, you know, if they came out flat-footed, if they came out slow, I wouldn't, exp you know, expect really that much from them just because, you know, we haven't played in so long and the Boston Bruins have played in that time span. So, you know, that's just the one thing I'm a little hesitant on is can we just continue with that momentum because, like I said, uh, you know, with players like Merkley and Quokinen and, you know, players like that just stepping up and going above the call of duty, uh, you know, more than what we asked from them. It's just like, can they continue with that momentum or can we get a few other players to step up? Because, you know, Jack Hughes didn't really do anything. Paul Mary didn't do anything. Uh, Brock didn't do anything. I'm not saying they didn't come out aggressive, but they didn't put anything in the stats column. So, you know, that's just something to, uh, worth mentioning. Can Ty Smith do something? Can we get heroics from Sharon Govich? There's just a lot of question marks that I just need answered within these next few games. So, obviously, you know, we're going to be playing the Boston Bruins tonight, and then we got the Sabres, and then, uh, you know, we got the Capitals, which will be another test. So, obviously, we, we're getting bad team, good team, bad team, good team in that span. So, uh, let's see how the New Jersey Devils can do and stack up. You know, that's basically my opinion. I'm not going to say they're going to lose, but at the same time, I'm not going to say we're going to win because we're going to have our work cut out for them. So, oh, overall, I just need to see what the Devils can do, but I'm not really looking too positive in this outcome. So, if you had to go to bet online and bet on this game, I would honestly say be a little careful of how much money you put on the new jersey devils but you know that's just my opinion so that's about all the time i have for you guys today hit me up on twitter if i forgot anything out of my analysis if you guys think that i'm you know being stupid whatever the case might be so uh yeah continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day new jersey thanks for listening i will catch you guys in the next episode thanks for listening and go devils